You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another amazing edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. I'm so blessed I get to do this. I get to learn from some of the best minds in all of dentistry. My goal, my hope is just to share it with you. So you have a better practice and a better life. And today, have you ever thought this? Like, where is AI going? What about marketing? How do they fit together? How do I make sense of all of this in a great dental practice? Well, I bring on two amazing influencers, Dr. Christian Coachman and his business partner, Brendan McDonald. You have to listen to this. And they talk about the role in a marketeer's journey into the age of AI what the future is going to look like, how to better look at marketing, and how to better connect with patients. It is awesome. So please listen up. I hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. I'm absolutely loving this. And in our regular series, with Dr. Christian Coachman, we're going to go farther into this journey behind marketing, which we're all trying to decode or figure out. And today we're going to be talking about a marketeer's journey with a brilliant human being that is now the CEO of DSD that we're going to learn more about. And Christian, I'll leave the introduction to you. I want you to tell us a little bit more about this amazing human being that we're going to be interviewing and then the purpose of today and where we're going to go. So the title is uh, The Journey of a Marketeer in Dentistry. So specifically in dentistry, how can you know somebody that has so much talent, so much ambition, so much capacity choose marketing in dentistry and succeed so you know many questions about why why dentistry and how to do marketing in dentistry what are the challenges uh how to do corporate marketing in dentistry how to do marketing direct to consumer uh this is actually the third part of our marketing series right uh we started just you and me kirk talking about the purchase moment the clock concept why this became one of the main mantras of DSD and the main topic of DSD residency one course. 
why we believe that this is the number one strategy to boost your practice growth, purchase moment, clock concept. Um, that was the first episode. We had the, the last episode, the first episode with Brandon, uh, where we summarized the revolution that AI is giving us in marketing as well and how the world of marketing is a complete blank canvas, right? And everybody's lost altogether and inventing the future altogether with AI. And I think the discussion last time was super cool about summarizing things that can happen in the next 12 months because in 12 months everything will be different again uh and now the idea is that we're not going to talk about clock concept we're not going to talk about ai for marketing uh i think it will be very interesting to understand a little bit of the career of a marketeer in dentistry as i said before going live you know brendan and I started to work in 2013. Uh, I was starting the DSD company. We were their clients. He had an agency uh, that we learned was focused 100% in dentistry. So that's going to be, of course, one of my first questions. Why you picked dentistry? Why only dentistry? Uh, and then, to be honest, they became too expensive to us. <laughs> At that time, DSD was still just me, my mom, my wife, and my brother in Brazil. So Brazilian money, and he was in UK, UK pounds, it didn't match, you know, <laughs> it didn't matter how good he was. So we had to stop for a while, but then we reconnected. We said, Brendan, you know, we are now in Spain, so it's euros, it's not Brazilian money anymore. So we have a little bit more cash, can we start working together again? And then we started to become even more synergetic and speaking the same language and learning from each other and we decided to just merge our companies that's why dsd is a marketing agency today as well that's a big part of what we do for big corporations in dentistry supporting them with marketing strategies and content uh, we also support our clinics network with marketing strategies as well because of this merge uh now everything is really running smooth all together i believe getting better and better and uh just recently two months ago uh brendan took over our company as our new ceo so it's an amazing uh moment for us amazing perspective we have a beautiful three-year plan and we are all very excited that brendan is going to lead this journey from now on so, Brandon, welcome. Thank you. Again. Very kind introduction. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, excited to be here. I think um, this conversation is, is very interesting, and I'm, I'm excited to share kind of the big insight of what the connection between my story, which, let's be honest, um, only I'm interested in. Uh, <laughs> so I want to try and figure that out and the people watching or listening to this podcast to try and understand what lessons you can use mm -hmm. from my journey for yourself. Because mm -hmm. I do think there is uh, some, some interesting insights because it seems to have come all full circle because I started in dentistry with a transition, uh, 
a change that mm -hmm. were happening and that was basically Facebook uh -huh. and, uh -huh. and yeah. the internet. So that's, that's when kind of I got into that industry. And so we're kind of at that moment again. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully I can share kind of the elements that got me to the place where I'm at right now. So um, that'll be useful for everybody. So why did your agency moved from a marketing agency into a marketing agency for dentistry? Why dentistry became your main business? So there's, there's two elements. Um, one is that we, uh, I, I started with my wife. We, uh, my wife still works. We still work together. Mm -hmm. She's part of DSD. Yeah. Um, and we started a business together um, based on the recession. So there was a, a publishing company that had a dental publishing uh, title, mm -hmm. which had paid subscribers. It was called Dental Products Report, I think it was. And uh, Basically, in the recession, the American company left the title. They, they left Europe and the directors of that company all formed a company. And my wife was asked, she's a journalist, uh, to be the editor of the dental magazine. And so I had just transitioned out of another business. I'd sold a previous business to myself. And so I was selling adverts to all the dental suppliers. Mm -hmm. So one-page adverts in print magazines. So that's where I started. <laughs> uh, and then that was the transition of online. So there was online publishers that were coming along. And so we like we created an e-book. Mm -hmm. We published like an e-magazine. And, and that's what we did. Mm -hmm. uh, that was going well. It wasn't going that well. Uh, we struggled a little bit. Um, and then Facebook came around. Social media started to be this big thing, a little bit like AI was. And mm -hmm. I, it's, it's the same sort of hype. Similar sensation. Yes. And so I was speaking to the dental supplies and they were saying, um, no, we don't want to advertise in your magazine, but do you know anyone who does this thing called Facebook? And this is the budget we have for Facebook. And I was like, wow, that, that, that's nicer number. It's much, much higher than what they were going to charge us. So I said, yeah, we can do that. And then put down the phone and did a course on, on Facebook and social media management. And we started that way. Uh, and just so happens our first client was a dental business coach in the UK. Um, and so it was very serendipitous in the sense that. So you, so you tell the client, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing this for a while. And then you hang up and you say, God damn it. We have to learn this. <laughs> I've only done that once <laughs> to start, just to be, to, just to be clear. So we, and, and that's the bit like AI is right now for all small business owners. Um, there are no experts. And uh -huh. so everybody is. At that's the, the first same. lesson, by the way. Yes. Yes. No. Right now. You don't have to feel, you will feel overwhelmed and you will feel that it's too much, the, the AI movement that's coming towards us. But the reality is everybody's in the same position. Mm -hmm. And if you're thinking about it, you're ahead of most of the people mm -hmm. in already. So um, even by being worried about it, you're already a little bit ahead of the curve, right? They, they, they reckon that maybe about 3% of individuals are actually aware and considering how AI is affecting their business. Wow. So, you know, that they are aware of ChatGPT, what that is, mm -hmm. uh, language, the large language model. So I think you're ahead of the game right now in this first mover advantage, 100%. Mm -hmm. And so back when we, Facebook came along, we took that opportunity and the dentists who were with us, um, they, they, they benefited hugely because back in the day, all you had to do was do a post and you used to get thousands of views. And it was like this incredible utopia of free. Uh, People didn't know attention. how to generate content at all. What nope. it means to generate. So if you were taking a picture and saying something slightly interesting, yeah. 
a lot of people were already watching. I remember to buy myself, post and sell my courses all over the world. Yes. That was amazing. Nowadays, a lot of completed. a lot of the accounts and a lot of the influencers or the big names on social media mm -hmm. they started when it began mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. just happened to be in that movement mm -hmm. where they got the large following mm -hmm. and they've leveraged it and obviously there's yeah. there's value in that but they were there in the beginning and they they jumped on that little piece of advantage i so. was almost uh, unconsciously lucky there i was among the yes. few first guys to actually leverage facebook yes. i remember that yes where I translated my whole content to Facebook for free. Yes. And people thought I was crazy. So yeah. Christian, you're going to give your slides, you're going to give your insights. Nobody's going to come to the course. And yeah. I said, no, I think that people will never see everything and will be like, I want more. I'm going right. to come and see the guy. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was a, a, a amazing moment because I was just, I took advantage of that early beginnings of Facebook and, and, uh, was able to spread the word. And on my side, my biggest learning, this is when I, I realized that the best way to protect is to share. It's That's to share. when I, I came, yeah. I, you know, I said that the best way to protect is to share because you remember when DSD came out, you know, I was not that well known and a lot of people was taking over the idea, you know, mm -hmm. and copycats all over and people yeah. saying, oh, I was doing this before. Oh, I was blah, blah, blah. And I do, I do better. I it was PSD and TSD and WSD and all these things. And what was cool is that since I was sharing everything on Facebook, what happened is that the crowd started to point the finger to the copycats. Yeah. So the guy I was lecturing in Mexico about DSD, the guy was learning, pretending was his idea, and lecturing in Russia about DSD. Yeah. But because we were sharing so much on Facebook, mm. people were getting to know that this is from that crazy Brazilian. <laughs> and people in the crowd were saying, you are lying. This is not your idea. And that's how copycats almost disappeared, yeah. you know, yeah. because sharing mm. fast mm. was the best way to protect Anyway, that was agree. a parenthesis yeah. of the spread of Facebook, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, so I, I suppose the point of, if, if we jump to the end, um, I think, and then we can work backwards on what makes me say what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. I think I'm really excited for the dental offices uh, with the advent of AI, the artificial intelligence, because throughout my career, throughout my professional career, I've always had this idea of what dentists needed to, needed to do on the marketing sense. So I always had this great strategy, had this great idea, but the reality, and if we truthfully speaking, was the business model didn't match the marketing strategy. It just didn't make sense. The, the dentist would understand mm -hmm. saying, this is a great idea and I can see the sense in what you're telling us to do. And I'm even willing to pay you a monthly retainer to see if it works. But the reality is that the business, a, a dental business, the model is not big enough to sustain the necessary momentum that is needed to get the benefit from the market. Uh -huh. So the, the good news is that was always my challenge and that was always my um, frustration. Yeah, because it was the business owner, the dental clinic owner wanted to do the, the marketing. They're even willing to invest mm. in it. We had the tools, 
but they just didn't have enough budget to do the right amount of effort so that they could get that snowball. Said, marketing is not a medicine. Marketing is food. food. And we the problem is, that, yeah. So, so, so we always said, yeah, little every day, yeah. feeding, feeding. We always said that it's you not don't... like a magical medicine, right? Yeah. And people treat marketing as a medicine. I'm gonna pay. I, think... I don't care even paying a lot right now. I take this, and I want a solution. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And 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 the reality is that they were just not feeding. They couldn't buy enough food mm. from the agency, and so Substitized yeah, the long term because process. they were outsourcing and their business. You know, they they uh, dentists do make good money, but there's a lot going out mm -hmm. and they only have a small percentage mm -hmm. that they can allocate to uh, their marketing budget in order to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, so the good news is now with AI and the right systems and processes, 100% you can do everything that is needed, that is needed to benefit. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm really excited about. And so uh, I can say that with complete authority because um, the moment we're in right now is that no longer do we have to eat the fish, we can actually build the net. Mm. And so this is the problem that most dental offices have is that they were just catching fish and eating were, the fish. They were paying fish by they fish. They were paying fish by fish, which is tactics, the marketing tactics. Whereas the net that you can build is the brand and the culture and the trust develop. You know, we talk about this uh, developing the most, becoming the most trusted voice in your space. Now, that's a great idea, that, that, but the yeah. implementation, the practical execution to get to the most trusted voice is what Kirk, you're doing on your podcast is the consistency of the content, the, you know, the ongoing, uh, sharing, uh, useful, valuable information, but answering questions. I want you to, to repeat and emphasize this, that you explained last session, you know, the number one goal of modern marketing should be for you to become the most trusted voice in yes. your space yes in your area yeah. about the topics yeah. that you want to be trusted mm -hmm. be the most trusted voice on your space that is the number one goal because if social media was already inundating us with excess of mm. information and content mm. ai will multiply this by a million so the volume of things that will of content you know, people explaining why my teeth are bleeding was already, you know, without social media, you know, who had the answer? You know, you, you needed to call a friend that was a dentist. Yeah. You know, social media allowed people to Google it or not, you know, Google it. That was the, the first. Referrals, yeah. Now, not only you can Google a few explanations about mm -hmm. it, but every dentist in the world can post something powered by AI about why teeth are bleeding. So suddenly yeah. you have billions of posts mm -hmm. and yeah. content explaining that little reason. Yeah. So the key is how can you become the most trusted voice in this ocean of things and people saying the same thing, Yeah. right? Yeah. So I think there, there's several ways and they're, you know, they're, they're not that hard anymore. That's, that's what I'm, mm -hmm. I, I want everybody to take away from this and that's, the exciting position we're all in as small business owners, as dental clinic owners, is that it is completely possible now mm. to do it on your own, mm. to insource your marketing. Mm. That's my new message. And that's the new thing Insert, I believe yeah. truly down is that you no longer have to outsource your, your marketing efforts. And that's, that's the key for me. And that's the exciting piece. I don't know if you agree, uh, insourcing your marketing 
even before AI, was already the most powerful thing or the most efficient thing to do with marketing. It was financially not feasible for yes. the huge majority. But if you yes. see, if you see the doctors that are really killing it yeah. on marketing, they have a mini agency inside their practice. Yeah, they normally have one person dedicated yeah. 100%. At least one person, yeah. they have a videographer, they, they, they have a schedule every week, they know how to generate content in a bunch so they can spread through six months. They have a system. So I think that's the minimum right now. I think if, if there's one thing that you, you, you need to know is that in order to insource your marketing, you need to have full-time content manager. So that's someone who takes control of the content creation, the writing, the social media updates, interviewing your, your subject matter experts. Your patients. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you as the owner or the manager or the dentist uh, cannot be doing that and you shouldn't be bothered with that. And that's why you pay that individual um, uh, the, what you need to pay them, the full-time salary. Now, and now this individual needs to really be excited about learning about AI, right? Yes, um, they need to be able to leverage it yeah. um, because then it's going to make them much more effective. Uh, they're going to produce much more content mm -hmm. and they can keep the quality because, you know, as we mentioned, as the ease of creating content becomes a lot easier because the reality is more and more people are going to learn, write me a blog post about smile makers, write me a blog post about the cost of dental implants. And then the machine is going to produce blogs and maybe I can do one a day um, very, very easily, very quickly. The reality is the quality won't be that great. Um, and so, and you need to put your taste, your beliefs, you exactly. need to put your And there's twist. ways that you can do that and the, you can teach the, the AI models to speak in your voice and your tone. So it's just a matter of understanding what's possible. But I think the reality is that um, if you had a choice, you would focus on the quality. So you, you do the quality. But obviously, if you can do the quality with the quantity, then you're leaps ahead of the competition. Mm -hmm. And I think we have about 12... 12 to 18 months of first move advantage, especially in the dental industry. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. what I see is when, when I'm talking about it, people, they've completely overwhelmed and then find reasons not to do it. Mm -hmm. So they, they don't want to embrace it for bigger questions mm -hmm. and bigger mm -hmm. reasons, but you have to be pragmatic and realistic. And I think we can't solve the bigger existential question, which there is. Right. But in the meantime, in my dental clinic, I need to get somebody who leverage can, it. who can leverage and, and take advantage of it while while there is still an, an, the first move advantage. I, I remember when we used to, to lecture together and we did lecture together a few times. Uh, uh, you you were talking about the the main mistakes that dentists usually do regarding marketing or on the process of choosing their marketing agency mm. uh, uh, because. You know, marketing agencies are almost like lawyers. Everybody always complains about them, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, we hate the people. Usually hate lawyers, and they hate marketeers because they always feel like they're paying too much and not getting the results. Yeah. And and you use you, you are always lecturing about the main mistakes that we do that creates that sensation, and how should you choose your marketing agency? maybe now how you should choose and train the person that is going to do yeah. your marketing. Yeah, I, I, I think it was always, and, and we all, 
I think we all can experience this or we might have an understanding of this is um, what normally happens is because you have a problem, you go search for a provider. The provider presents a solution. And then in your head, you mentally tick that off and you move on. Yeah. And the reality I the is, the, yeah, I bought the solution. All my problems have gone away. <laughs> and the reality is that the work has just begun. You know, it's, it's one of those, it's a, it's a joint venture. Mm. It's a partnership. And, and then what happens, the challenge is that the parties start to, mm. to kind of point fingers to each other saying, Hey, we need this information from you. And you're saying, well, I'm paying you. Why should I do extra work? You should know this. And so the, we get into this balance and it's, it's a, it's a but, cycle that is constant, right? But this is also related to what you said. It, marketing should be food, not a medicine. Yes. Usually people reach to marketing when they are feeling a problem, right? Yes. Say, oh my God, yes. things are not as easy as it used to. I'm not getting as much patience as I used to. Uh, I'm getting my word of mouth is not good as it used to, or new practices with younger people are opening down the road. I feel the pressure. I feel mm. the competition, mm. DSOs, cool new practices mm. with new architecture and new technology, blah, blah, blah. I need new patients. I have a problem. When we should say, I don't have a problem. I'm, I'm already doing very good. Let me find a marketing strategy to continue not having a problem long term. It's actually a very good point. I, I had a conversation with a doctor uh, on the weekend, uh, and that was the exact conversation I had. He's like, I've never needed marketing. I, I am doing extremely well. We've been in business over 50 years. Word of mouth is strong. I'm so busy that I don't even want to think about adding more people. And I said to him, this is the time you need to double down yeah. Yeah. and find 100% different strategies, different sources of patients, because you have the flexibility, you have the bandwidth and the cash flow. The source, yeah. Yes, to, have to the be able to, this to is deal the with it, because when the cash flow is tight, then it's a vicious cycle, because then you cut, you can't try, there's too much pressure on a situation, you don't give enough time and, uh, for it to play out. And so you stop things before they get started. And so, um, for anybody listening, I think if things are going really well, then I encourage you to double down on understanding how to insource your marketing and how to leverage the artificial intelligence because now is your opportunity because you're best placed because you have the bandwidth. And, yeah. and, and worst case scenario, you're creating a strategy to become more known and to become the voice of trust yes. on that topic. You actually have more more space you yeah. don't have as much pressure and yeah. we know what it's like when when you don't really force things they yeah. come naturally and, and, to and, you. and remember you yeah. go ahead let's Kirk. go i want to ask you let's go back to the journey because we're going to freeze this freeze this moment in time it's yes. august 2023 yeah. we're having yeah. this conversation you guys got together in 2013 this is a very peculiar time in history and you said in the last one ai is going to change our life bigger than the internet bigger than anything we know and so yes. we're at this very interesting intersection that we're going to be talking about in your journey. You know, um, I love what you said, insourcing, marketing, AI, and then the trust component. And I believe trust will plummet in the world for consumers. I, I picture this highway mm -hmm. and there's nine lanes across and there's just a few cars on it. In another year, every lane will be full. And you're yeah. only going to take the intersections or, or the exits to, I trust this exit. I know it's on mm -hmm. this exit. 
I know these people. Um, And so tell us what this is going to look like in the future and why this is a great opportunity for dentists to double down on what you just said. Well, it goes down to the core of, um, you know, the, 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 as we said in the last podcast, the main currency of any business is trust, right? Um, the ability to earn trust. I earn enough trust from you to give me your hard-earned money to do your service, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so in a digital world, we need to have signals and entities and environments that demonstrate and earn this trust without having met us in person because obviously it's easier for most dentists to earn the trust of the patient Mm. but to get their attention first of all is a big thing to then keep their attention and earn their trust to get them to walk through the door Mm -hmm. there's many obstacles and hurdles to clear Mm -hmm. and so um it comes down to just answering the questions that everybody has they're very basic questions you know the five topics that every prospective patient Mm -hmm. has that almost no dentists talk about online Mm -hmm. that's the way you're going to get Mm -hmm. someone's attention because when we're searching for information online um kirk what happens when you get to a website and you you can't find the information quickly you know what's what's the f word of the internet i always call it the f word of the internet it's it's frustration right Mm -hmm. you get frustrated and what do you think oh no this is a value-based business. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fill in the contact form. I'm going to wait for them to email me back. I'm going to call them and I'm going to let them explain to me uh, all the things that I want to understand. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to jump to the, the next, next place one, yeah. as within a few seconds. And so that's what we have to do. We have to develop that environment by just, and it's a very simple marketing strategy. Just answer the questions. It's, uh, yeah. I, I wish it was more complicated than that, yeah. but you have to talk and, about the topics that yeah, no one wants but I th- to talk I about. I think that this is going to become much more a much more common discussion. Uh, how can you gain people's trust, right? There was a, an old way 100 years ago of gaining trust. There was a traditional marketing way of gaining trust. There was an internet marketing way of gaining trust. There was a social media way of gaining trust. Mm. Uh, you see that the, the strategies of gaining people's trust has been changing century after century, decade, and, and now year after year uh, changing. And that was always a very uh, big topic for me, initially more focused on the case acceptance topic, right? Talking to the patient, doing the clinical examination, presenting the treatment plan. How can you gain trust when you're presenting the plan uh, because at the end of the day, people will say yes if they feel that comfort of trust, yep. right? That yep. beautiful, right. cozy feeling. Trust gives you coziness, you know? It's like you said on the highway. You're desperate, and then you see an exit that you know. What do you feel? You feel that cozy feeling. You say, I know this turn. There's a tree at the top of the hill. There's a little house on the right side, and I know this path, and I feel at home. I can trust this exit, right? I can trust this doctor. I can trust this post. I can trust this podcast. I can trust this blog. Should I trust this blog? You know, there's 100 people saying the same thing. Why should I trust this person, not the other person? You, you, you said one thing that you think it's a big trend, that is transparency, absolute 
transparency. People are sick of BS, right? And yeah. tired of, yeah. of persuasion yeah. and tricky strategies to gain you. And, and yeah. suddenly I think that in this world of access of information, transparency, uh, hopefully our politicians will learn that, transparency and being pragmatic and straight to the point will become a huge value, right? Yeah, it, it has huge value because it's very hard to, to find truthful mm -hmm. reviews, truthful information mm -hmm. about the, the considered purchase that mm -hmm. I'm having because everyone has a vested interest. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a horse in the race, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you always, when you're reading something, you're trying to understand how much of it is weighted towards yeah, the yeah. provider and how much is actually useful, truthful information, you know? Mm. So that's the challenge we, that's, that's what we have to do. And so to go to Kirk's point, to earn the trust, you just have to talk about things that no one else wants to talk about. You have to show things that no one else wants to show and you have to sell like no one else wants to sell. And that's, that's how you earn trust. Like right? admitting, I'm here to sell you, to convince you, admitting that and being straight to the point. So the other thing you said is, it's not only being transparent, but saying exactly what people want to know, not having a strategy behind. Like in the past, say, no, let's not mention the price right now. So people will yeah, be curious I, and enter a funnel and then they're going to ask a second question and then we're going to do this and then we're going to twist everything around upside down because I'm scared to tell my price. Because let's, put it, let's put it this way. Question to the audience or to Kirk, how many dental websites have you come across that have a pricing page or talk about their competitors? None. None. And how many of your prospective patients want to know those two things, how you compare to your competitors and what your prices are? So think about it. You have all these individuals who are trying to understand who they can trust. Two key things. There's, there's three other topics, but we'll focus on that one. How much will it cost me to get this dream smile or this treatment done with you? Oh, it's very complicated. Depends. 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 You need to come in yeah. and I, it's because it's biology. Yeah. It's impossible for me to tell. And, you know, and I don't want to scare you away. So I want to make sure that you're in my office. So I can convince you that I'm the right person. That's not going to interest, right? Yeah, so, that's a that's a podcast in itself. And you're freaking me out already. So like that's <laughs> that's. That's going to take some convincing on its own for the dentists, at least in the United States. So I want to, but what's the most searched for term on the internet for in the dental industry? What would you guess is the most searched for phrase in Google at the moment in, in the dental as a patient? Yeah. What, if you had to guess, what would you think it would be? I think you mentioned it. How much is a, an implant? Is that what it was? Yes. Or how, much, how, much is, how, much, how much does a dental implant cost? Yeah, and you so, mentioned that. And I, I thought that was very peculiar. You need to understand why, because no why? one talks about it. No well, tell us why. Talks. You have to tell us why. No, because no one talks about it. No dentist gives the clear answer. And, so, and they have a justified reason because they say, well, listen, everybody's different. We don't know what's going on in your mouth. We cannot give you a cost because we have no idea. Right. But the reality is that me as a prospective patient, I can afford to have this treatment, but I do want to know the range. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to go down this path mm -hmm. where I'm in front of you and you tell me a price that I, oh, I, if I'd realized I wouldn't have gone down this yeah. route 
and then you burn any opportunity in the but future because I'm too embarrassed to come yeah. back to you because I've, I, yeah. I was like, even, I if I, even if I make the money yes, in the right. future. Exactly. So it might be, I'm going to save this money um, and then I'm going to come to you in two years time, which happens with DSD yeah. treatments. But if you don't open that environment, the person's in front of you. It's a super no, awkward you're interaction. You're reducing drastically anxiety and, and keeping yeah. the channel. And they're never going to come back to you because they're too embarrassed. They're like, oh my gosh, I, I never, I never replied. It, I never responded. I we, I'm just going to go to someone else. We it's can easily easier. defend the dentist and say, look, it's every treatment is customized, blah, blah, blah. But it's very easy for you to take a few examples. Say, look, I don't know exactly how much your treatment will cost because mm. there's some variables. I can give you a range, but what I can say and I already have on my website, check this case from A to Z. This lady, Mary, came to us with this problem, this problem, this problem. We did six implants, a full implant arch on the top, some composite extractions on the lower, plus a bridge, and her treatment costs exactly this. Boom. Yeah. You, you solve the problem. Yeah, I, I think you can talk about the variables that add cost. You don't have to talk about the exact treatments so that when you are speaking to your patient, about all the elements that you have, your website has already spoken about that. If you have this, it's X. If it's, if you had this, this is the range. So they, they have an understanding. So it's not a big shock because they're like, oh, your mouth means you need these three th variables. As you know, these variables add cost. But you know that one of, one of the things that aligners, one of the reasons why aligners became a revolution in dentistry is this, yeah. because suddenly the ortho had a very clear range that was actually promoted by the company. Companies yeah. that this treatment costs yeah. from here to there, and 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 everybody suddenly felt comfortable. When I have this money, I'm gonna do it, and yeah. I, there's no embarrassment, there's no yeah. anxiety, there's no barrier. I have the information, yeah. and it's on my priority list, yeah. and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask this question? So, you know, I love this. I want to know more about the story. Like the journey, you guys got together in 2013. You solidified it. Well, congratulations, Brandon. You are now the CEO. Why is Thanks. this a great decision for you, Christian? And why is this a great decision for you, Brandon? And where do the two of you go together to serve dentistry? So I'll, I'll go first and then you can. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I, to go back to the story, I was. It maybe was, it wasn't a, a good decision for him. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe right. he, he's going to try to be nice now. <laughs> we'll have a follow-up episode on that one. <laughs> um, so I, back to before I was working with DSD, I was um, a dental marketing agency who became specialized in helping dental offices with their dental marketing, mainly social media and writing blog posts. That's kind of what the core of our business was. Um, and then as things evolved, as a, if we go back to what I said, w people were buying fish from us. We were doing tactics. We were doing marketing tactics. And we as an agency or me as a business owner, I understood that there's something missing here because I'm just giving them a tactics and I can't guarantee the net. All I can guarantee is the next fish. And that's not a good relationship for them or for myself. I then w was fortunate enough to be introduced by one of uh, a dentist who had seen Christian and uh, his partner at the time talk about the concept. And they said, you need to meet Christian. And when I remember very distinctly, I was sitting in the lecture and he was talking about what, what he calls the purchase moment. Basically, this is a short version of the story. And it really clicked the emotional with me, game, the emotional game. 
So Christian has this concept called the emotional game where you, you are earning positive credits or you're losing uh, credit, ne- you get negative credits. So green up, red down. And he was saying every interaction, which is what brand building is, right? Brand building is not logo, it's not marketing. It's every experience yeah. that your patient has with your business. You build a brand around it. And this was something that I'd always spoken to the dentists about. We're saying, listen, I can get the people to the website to the door, but if you mess up or you're not a hundred percent or it's not aligned the experience, then you're not going to get the results and you're going to blame me. And so when Christian was talking about that, I was like, I need to work with Christian because he has dentists who now will have the right purchase moment. Right. And that was the trust element. So we wanted to have a continuous uninterrupted journey of experience. Mm -hmm. And I, and I knew that I needed to align with DSD because those dentists were one level above the other dentists because they understood that actually the biggest return of investment is to master the purchase moment because word of mouth is the best word (laughs) type of marketing. Mm -hmm. And there's no better way to have a really good purchase moment and post-purchase moments that ensure that word of mouth within drive the big wheel that everybody talks about. So that is the reason why I joined uh, and it made sense to me. Um, And then I saw the community I saw how trust was the biggest part of that journey, right? Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. Because Christian at that time and still to this day, he shares a lot of stuff where everybody's like, you should charge for that. You should not hold that back. You should do. And, and I saw how the community valued that. And I wanted to be part of that movement. And that's kind of why I joined forces, why I sold my uh, agency to DSD. Wasn't because of the money or because, which was a great opportunity and it was a good, <laughs> it was good. Um, but it was actually being part of something bigger because I, mm. I feel with DSD, it is a big movement that will change things. And I, I, I saw my opportunity to be part of something bigger than just um, marketing, you know? So that's why I joined and good. I'm that's, happy. That's the good version of yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Christian, why was this a great decision for you? Uh, for me, it was um, very clear and, and, and very straightforward, you know, of course, I always loved communication and I loved spreading the word, my ideas, the things I believe, the things that I learned, concepts and workflows, you know, and as I was traveling the world and meeting people one by one, I, I saw that people were enjoying the message, right? Uh, but I wanted to scale this. I want to say, how can I reach more people? You know, I, I'm not going to be traveling all over the world every week of my life. I was crazy during some years traveling, you know, 250 days per year and, and doing this one-on-one marketing, let's say, without knowing it was marketing, doing this one-on-one uh, communication and creating this following and etc. So I realized that I needed to scale, I needed to expand, not commercially, not financially, but the word, the, 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 the ideas. I wanted more people to listen to the ideas because I saw that people were happy, happy listening to it. So I realized that I needed to be side by side with marketing. And I realized I needed two things. I needed strategies and I needed content. Uh, and I'm not saying that I had everything clear in my mind and I went 
to him because I wanted this, but I see that unconsciously I knew I needed. And when I met him and his wife, I realized they had it because I don't know if it's strategy and content is basically strategy plus copywriting, right? And Brandon is one of the best guys when it comes to strategy, one of the smartest guys looking out for strategies, filtering, curating, polishing, adapting, and implementing smart strategies, you know, always looking outside and understanding what is going on and always being one step ahead, bringing new ideas when it comes to marketing strategies. That's what he does. And his wife is one of the best copywriters I know. So it couldn't be better, right? I, I, I have the stories in my mind. I have the ideas people seem to like to hear to me. And now I have this amazing strategist and this amazing copywriter all together. Let's try. Let's see where we can go. Yeah. So you mentioned you have a great three-year plan. The journey continues forward. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a glimpse of this journey together and what the road looks like ahead. The, the, the DSD journey? The three together, three. you know, yeah. philosophically, strategy. If I'm a dentist listening, uh -huh. how can I be part of this? What can I expect from the two of you mm -hmm. on the road ahead? Brenna will be the one uh, sharing this, uh, if he can share. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe we can share. No, 100%. Yeah. It's, it, there's three pillars. There's okay. going to be basically three pillars, three paths, right? Yeah. And, and they, they evolve around what it, the message I'm telling dentists to do. Actually, we're going to, at DSD, we're going to do exactly what we are telling our clients and, the, and mm -hmm. the dentists to do. We are going to help dentists insource, basically, uh, and build brand. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. we, we are going to provide the services or lean into what we're better, best known for, which is... Uh, coaching mentoring guiding yes um so focusing uh on the process much more than trying to find the uh, the one simple mainstream product that can be sold to any dentist in the world you know we always had that debate can we become the Invisalign of smile design. Do we want to become an Invisalign of smile design, right? Do we want to dumb down the process of facially driven smile design, facially driven treatment planning powered by digital? Do we want to simplify this into something that every dentist can purchase? You know, is there something we can do about it? And we decided that even though it's very tempting, that's not who we are. That's not our DNA uh our our beliefs in terms of dentistry is holistic care is relationships is comprehensive approach is really being ahead of the curve being the best in town you know uh, how can a dentist become the three-star michelin dentist in his city that's the goal and so we decided that we don't want to waste time even though it's very tempting to find those simple products that can go mainstream and to focus on this ideal dentistry. But the problem with ideal dentistry is that it's very hard to scale. It's very hard to implement. So then our conclusion is, you know, let's do what we do the best. And when we are doing this, that's when people love the best what we are doing. And that's when we are 
teaching people to implement these ideas more than having a solution, a recurring solution of a product that people can buy over and over again every week is how do you learn these concepts, bring them together and implement. So it's basically admitting that we are a coaching company on how to succeed with comprehensive digital care. Love it. I think um, the, vision, the vision of DSD is um, creating heroes, growing businesses and changing lives. And basically that's what we know how to do. Mm-hmm. We know how to teach you how to become the hero of your story mm-hmm. and as change lives as a dentist and, and make your patients heroes. And that's kind of, we want to lean into that, that, that theme mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the pillars are built around that. Mm-hmm. One of the pillars is going to be around mm-hmm. uh, platform and, and <laughs> technology because we need to leverage that. But mainly the, the core of that is just, Becoming the trusted advisor. That's pillar one. Yeah. Brandon is trying to, to, to hide pillar two and pillar three. <laughs> okay, well, you can tell us what you want, but I have pillar one is help dentists insource and build a brand. Pillar two is technology, the utilization of technology. And then share with us, if you want, pillar three. No, actually, all of this is pillar one. Pillar one is really oh. becoming this coaching. Trusted advisor. A trusted, okay, trusted advisor. advisor on how to bring these all these ideas into reality right regardless if you're going to use us recurring services afterwards for every single case every single design every single plan the main thing is to use us to help you implement these ideas right to become your new reality to empower the three p's because we do have the model to empower the three P's, which is the pride, passion, and performance. Mm-hmm. Because if you execute on what Christian developed, um, definitely you have more space and more time to do the dentistry that, mm-hmm. that, that you love. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the key here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, mm-hmm. we want to be mm-hmm. that empowering force. Pillar two, I can tell you, is very simple. Pillar two is to focus on our relationship with companies that was never our main goal, but it naturally happened. And we have amazing success stories with very big companies, very tough companies to please. And and these companies are with us and they want to continue with us. So we are professionalizing the process of also coaching companies on branding and go to market strategies and product development and link everything with education, communication, storytelling, and uh, R&D and so we see the product from all different perspectives and I think that through the last 10 years we were able to develop all different perspectives of a successful launch of a successful service of a successful product and and companies are enjoying uh, consulting with us on that so that for us is a second pillar of the next three years uh, on, on making this even more professional and officializing that this is something that we do very well, that we're very proud, you know? And the third pillar, Brandon mentioned superficially, is that we want to leverage AI. <laughs> uh, like, like everybody else. Like everybody right. else. We're not gonna only preach that, we're gonna do it. And, uh, you know, developing a platform powered by AI that can help dentists and technicians to work better together. 
So it's something that has been on our minds for many, many years. Uh, and we believe that now AI is mature enough to allow us to do something very special about it. Love yeah, the it. barrier to entry is, is much lower now because it's all open mm. and, and stuff. So before you had to have a lot of money to even think about playing in this area. But uh, yeah. right now, it's, the barrier to entry is feasible for yeah. us to, to start yeah. the process. Yeah, so. Well, I want to continue this conversation. I have so many questions <laughs> that we could easily go on for two or three hours. But on this particular topic, um, let's wrap this one up and give us some final thoughts on a marketeer's journey what's ahead and what I can expect. And then I also want you to tell people a little bit more about DSD and where I can go to learn more about that. We, we talk too much about DSD already. People, <laughs> people will think that we do this podcast to promote hey, DSD. That's not true. What, we, that is we not true. And we I will tell you as a marketer myself, I love learning and I always leave space for people uh -huh. that want, you know, it's a soft, it's a soft promotion of what they're doing. So I never, I never just want to take from them. I want them. I always, I always take the opportunity to promote what I do. Don't worry. Right. If you give me the gap, I, I, I will jump in. No Deal. Problem. Deal. Final, final thoughts. Uh, I will give some seconds for Brandon. So I will start, you know, I think that one of the main messages here is how can you become a master on making people trust you? on personal relationships, friendship, family even, uh, with your team, with your staff, how can you make people trust you even more or maybe faster? How can you make people jump on board or how can you make people follow your idea or how can you make people be convinced by you or trust your insight or give up on their dreams or make your dream their dream because they trust you adapt their dream or create a dream together because they trust you this is an amazing topic you know how to generate trust and brendan mentioned from the marketing perspective you know a couple of strategies to stand out by making people see that trust trusted message right that trusted voice if, if it's your body language, if it's the way you use your words, you know, not sounding too commercial or too pushy, you know, uh, or too arrogant or too confident or too humble or too weak or too average or too normal or how can you become more interesting because you sound trustable, right? And from all the strategies and we can further develop this it's a topic that i'm learning and i love to learn because i think it's it's the shortcut for success in the ai world is definitely the shortcut to success right because people will not trust the things that they used to trust because of ai period right if you if you would see a video on whatsapp you will not trust that video anymore if you used to a message or you know, uh, a TV channel or a politician or somebody that's saying, but this time I'm telling you the truth. You don't even know if the video is real, right? So it's just like trust is going to become the most precious thing, you know? So everything that you can learn about generating trust is going to be extremely precious 
and something really valuable to learn. And, and from my, my simple perspective, just as the final conclusion here, one of the things that I think is very powerful to generate trust that I always share is to express passion, true passion. Uh, it's not that it's easy to demonstrate true passion because you can sound fake, you can sound arrogant. You, there's many mistakes that you can uh, incur when trying to express passion, but because this happens naturally when you're really passionate and when you practice your speech with passion, uh, people immediately usually trust you because the brain works very simple. They, they see you demonstrating or explaining something with passion or talking about dentistry with passion, you know, talking about the reason why you do dentistry with passion, you know, and, and people listen to you and they say, I don't even understand what he's saying, but I can see that he's very passionate about it. That probably means that he does that a lot because he loves it. And if he does it a lot, he probably does it very well. And if he does it very well, I probably should trust him. So maybe that's a good way to start when you start generating content or when you're starting to fine tune the content that AI is giving to you, that is the one thing that AI cannot give you. Passion, zero. AI will give you great content with zero Passion. So you need to master the process of putting your touch and translating it into your passion with your passion. Love it. Love it. Brandon. Just to, to build on Christian's points, I think my journey and my story is evidence that brand building is the right activity. I was in the process of uh, tactics we were doing marketing tactics. And the moment I joined with DSD, it became about building brand. And, and it's got me to where I am today, which I'm super grateful for. Um, I stopped focusing on tactical implementation of my career to more brand building around my career. And I think for people listening, um, that's what you need to focus on. You need to focus on starting to think about building your brand and the brand building activities. And my suggestion is to start with the purchase moments because that is the, the nexus. It is the point where everything can start. And there's one skill that you will need and that's what served me to, and where I've got to is this, this beginner's mind, this idea of being obsessed with learning. Because I do think with the advent of the technology wave that's coming our way and, and everything that's changing, you need to have an ability to learn quickly. And I think if you can master that skill, you have a skill that will take you as far as you need to go. And then finally, to build your brand in your dental office, just be obsessed with the questions that your patients are asking. Just start there. It's not complicated. It's very simple. Every question you hear, let me answer it. Um, and then you go from there and it will take you places that you'll be surprised. Love it. Love it. So if I'm listening to this podcast or watching it, I want to know more about DSD. Where do I go? Where do I start? Brandon, I want to go to your course. I'm like Christian, I've seen your courses. They're amazing. I also want to learn from you. Brandon, what do I do? Where do I go? Well, the, the first place hopefully is to go to our website, digitalsmiledesign.com. And hopefully 
uh, it'll be clear mm. where, where, where to go. There is a, a, a video from this lovely gentleman yeah. where he gives you a crash course <laughs> on how to get started, where, how to navigate the website. So I would, I would start there. Mm. By um, the way, by the way, our website was just, even for you, Kirk, would, we would love to hear your feedback. We just redesigned our whole website based on all these new ideas of communication and generating trust and straightforward interaction and uh, uh, new way of doing marketing. So going to the, our website is a journey by itself. It's a learning experience by itself. So hopefully you're going to save some minutes and, and navigate through this yeah. DSD journey at digitalsmiledesign.com. Yeah. And try well, to copy paste into your website. I'm talking to the dentist. That yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for those of you listening, if you're not taking notes, here's how this works. We're taking notes for you. So if you flip up to the notes and Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, whatever, you'll see the links that we've talked about during this particular episode. You can click right on them. You can take advantage of what they just shared and you can check out the new DSD website, which I'm going to do. So thank you, gentlemen, for being here. I really appreciate you. And as always, I learned so much and it's going to be so exciting to see what you guys do on the road ahead. So stick around while we say goodbye to everybody else, but thank you guys for listening to the best practices show. Hey, as always, I'm crazy grateful. I don't know how this is working. We're just having a lot of fun. We're going to keep bringing it with some of the world's best experts in dentistry. Our only goal is to help you create a better practice and better life. We're going to continue the series with Christian Coachman and his amazing team uh, on the road ahead. So until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.